0: Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the Wikipedia page for Kenneth Erskine. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW.
1: And I'm Victor Vernado, KSN, reminding you to subscribe.
0: That's right, everybody, subscribe so you can get more true crime podcasts like this one.
1: I'm going to dedicate this podcast to my niece, Gabby. Why? She loves serial killers for some reason. So (laughs) here we go.
0: This is for you, Gabby. Kenneth Erskine. Kenneth Erskine, born the 1st of July, 1963, is a British serial killer who became known as the Stockwell Strangler. He committed the murders of 7 to 11 senior citizens in London between April and July 1986.
1: Early Life Erskine was born in Hammersmith on the 1st of July 1963 to a British mother and Antiguan father. Erskine has three brothers. He was abandoned by both parents during childhood and attended various special schools. His parents divorced when he was 12. On a field trip, he tried to drown his peers and he became more violent as he grew up. He eventually became homeless. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is not starting out promising. Unless you're like, oh, I want to build a serial killer. In that case, it's very promising.
0: Crimes. Erskine's criminal career began with a number of burglaries. He was able to open 10 separate bank accounts with the proceeds of his crimes. Erskine served time in H.M. Prison Feltham. During 1986, Erskine murdered at least seven elderly people, breaking into their homes and strangling them. Most often, they were sexually assaulted. The crimes took place in London.
1: Erskine sounds like a creeper. Yeah, for real. His first victim was Nancy Ms 78, at Wandsworth, who died on the 9th of April, 1986. Her death was initially believed to have been due to natural causes and declared as such by her doctor on her death certificate. It was only established that she had been murdered when her home help noticed that her television set was missing from her flat. A post-mortem examination revealed that she had been raped and strangled.
0: Oh my god. His second victim was Janet Cockett, 67, who died on the 9th of June, 1986, after being strangled in her flat on the Wandsworth housing estate on which she was chairwoman of the Tenants' Association. Her death was initially thought to have been from natural causes. She had not been sexually assaulted. A postmortem showed that she had been murdered. Erskine's palm print was found on a window at Cockett's flat. He later broke into the residence of an elderly man, but Erskine abandoned this burglary when a noise disturbed him enough to make him flee.
1: On the 28th of June, 1986, Erskine claimed his third and fourth victims, both Polish men, at a residential home in Stockwell. His two Polish victims were pensioners, one of them a World War II veteran, Valentine Gleam, 84, and Zbigniew Stravaba. 94 both men were sexually assaulted and strangled erskine's fifth victim was william carmen 84 of islington he stole money from carmen's flat before molesting him and strangling him in attack on 8th of july 1986. he claimed his sixth victim on the 21st of july 1986 when he committed a similar fatal attack on 74 year old william downs in a stockwell bedsit so basically he is bisexual and attracted to the elderly
0: we did just do a page on gerontophilia
1: yeah that's true I think that's where this came from
0: okay and I I was thinking about this is he bisexual or is this just a power play and I'm choosing to hope to believe that this is just a power play on his part and he's not actually bisexual because I don't want to give us queer folk a bad name with yet another serial killer
1: well, yeah, I mean, but it's also possible they could be both.
0: That's true. The final victim was Florence Tisdall, an 83-year-old widow who lived on her own at Ranaway Gardens Mansions in Fulham. She was strangled and raped. She was found dead by the caretaker on the morning of the 23rd of July 1986. Erskine was arrested on the 28th of July 1986 at a social security office. Police were then able to match his palm print to one left at one of the murder scenes, And he was identified in a police lineup by 74 year old Fred Prentice, who claimed Erskine tried to strangle him in his bed a month before police apprehended him. Wiki listeners, you can help support us by listening to this quick message while you go report a serial killer.
1: Thank you for listening to that message. Now we get to see how justice was brought to Erskine through his investigation and trial. Investigation and trial. A homeless drifter and solvent abuser, Erskine was in his early 20s when he committed the crimes. Erskine's burglary convictions before and during his killing spree meant that his fingerprints and photographs were on police record. Police had identified Erskine as a perpetrator during his killing spree. He was convicted of seven murders. During his trial, he was seen to be masturbating. What? Jesus Christ. What? Wow.
0: Police suspected Erskine of four other murders. These include the murder of Wilfred Parks, aged 81, at Stockwell, on the 2nd of June, 1986, and Trevor Thomas, aged 75, at Lambeth on the 21st of July, 1986, but did not find sufficient evidence to charge Erskine with these crimes.
1: It was clear to the police that all these attacks were the work of one man, There were no signs of forced entry with every indication that the intruder had gained access through an unsecured window. In each case, it appeared that the killer had knelt on the victim's chest and then placed his left hand over their miles whilst he used his right hand to grip their throats and strangle them to death. In addition, four of the victims had been sodomized, although there was some uncertainty as to whether this had taken place before or after death.
0: Erskine was found guilty of seven murders in January 1988 and sentenced to life imprisonment with a recommended minimum term of 40 years, but has since been found to be suffering from a mental disorder within the meaning of the Mental Health Act 1983. In 1988, he was transferred from prison under Sections 47, 49 of the Mental Health Act 1983 to the Maximum Security Broadmoor Hospital and has been held there since then. He is unlikely to be freed until at least 2028, when he will reach the age of 65. The trial judge's recommendation is one of the most severe ever handed out in British legal history. Citation needed. I have watched contemporary documentaries on Broadmoor, and Mm -hmm. uh, nobody has brought up the fact that this person was in residence there.
1: A report by Horn dated 17th of March 2006 refers to an assessment of Erskine in September 2004. Porn includes that, at the time of the assessment, Erskine had chronic schizophrenia and antisocial personality disorder, and that this had probably been the case since March 1980. In July 2009, following an appeal, Erskine's murder convictions were reduced to manslaughter on the grounds of diminished responsibility.
0: Y'all out there, most people who do crimes don't necessarily have mental illness, That cause those crimes. Just saying people with mental illness are not usually violent. This one was though. Yes, this one was. Incarceration. On the 23rd of February, 1996, Erskine saved a life of fellow serial killer Peter Sutcliffe. Sutcliffe was attacked in his room in Broadmoor Hospital's Henley Ward by Paul Wilson, a convicted robber who asked to borrow a videotape before attempting to strangle him with the cable from a pair of stereo headphones. Erskine and convicted murderer Jamie Devitt intervened on hearing screams.
1: Documentaries. Erskine's crimes have been the subject of multiple documentaries. On May 8, 2014, an episode of eminent criminologist David Wilson's series, First Kill, Last Kill, documented Erskine's crimes. The episode was titled The OAP Killer and was shown on Channel 5.
0: On the 12th of August, 2021, an episode of New Scotland Yard Files aired, which focused on Erskine. It was presented by former New Scotland Yard detective Peter Blexley and aired on CBS Reality.
1: Wow, this guy obviously was deranged and did some crazy killing. But the fact that he was masturbating while he was in his own trial is mind-blowing.
0: That is literally mind blowing. And also, do you think he's going to be released in a couple of years?
1: I don't know. I have no idea. But if he does get released, they said he's going to be 65. And then I think they plan to send him back in time to meet himself.
0: It says it's unlikely he'll be freed until at least 2028. Right. But that means he might be released in 2028.
1: I know. I, I understand English as well.
0: I'm just saying that's, that's a little scary. That's coming up.
1: Well, what are you going to (laughs) do?
0: This. This has been the Wikipedia page for Kenneth Erskine. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at Wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten. Except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your favorite serial killer.
1: If there's a particular Wikipedia page you'd like us to read, let us know. We will read it.